Next up to the plate is Michael Smith. Michael Smith is someone who actually we met, oh, last season. And the reason is because his wife, Marissa, and him actually have the seats next to me in the Ninja. So whenever I'm up here and able to sit in the season tickets that we hold, uh, it's always great when Mike and Marissa are there. And uh, these are the people we kind of check in with in case like we transfer or sell tickets. So far, no incidents. We're actually pitching a perfect game as far as um, sitting next to each other. I think maybe our biggest complaint is the seats that we're at is really like a thoroughfare for kids to run by to go down to um, either the ball boy or the ball girl on the respective days. You've heard me bitch and moan about it a lot. So he's felt the pain that I have. Um, it's always a fun, good baseball conversation with Mike and Marissa. Marissa sometimes even keeps score. Um, I've ran into Mike down at spring training. I've met his parents. Their family's great. They actually rock the rye bread and mustard gear. Love it. Um, we always have good Smart baseball conversations. He knows a lot about baseball. He's also one of these guys that takes, I think, the point of view of like looking at this season and not being so desperate about what's going on. So this is a little bit of a conversation about, hey, what really makes sense right now in this season and what makes sense, you know, in the long run? Uh, what's the big picture uh, is kind of what I got out of this conversation with him and Hanno. Um, yeah, Hanno from Edmonds is sitting in on this one. We recorded this actually on Home Run Derby Day. So this is pre-Home Run Derby. Sorry, we took out all of our predictions because they were all wrong, I believe. And <laughs> um, uh, But we did talk a little bit about the rules of the Home Run Derby and the new format and how we think about that. And possibly talk about like maybe there's some changes that are going to come. There's been a little bit of rumors about that. So I think this conversation plays. We also talk about maybe the idea of would it make sense to have like a senior circuit, kind of like the PGA for the home run derby. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And also uh, we had to bring up the transportation down to uh, T-Mobile park. That's right. Light rail. We're taking some shots at you. Anyways, uh, Mike sat down with us at first and was like, no, I'm just going to chill, have some tacos, have a margarita. Got to that second margarita. I pressed record. and He's like, all right, let's do it. Fuck it. Let's do it live. Right now we have the people that actually sit next to me at the games. What's going on, Mike? Hey, how's it going? It's going great. So this is your first home run derby that you've ever been to. It is my first and I'm pretty excited about it. Is it going to be your last? Uh, I imagine it probably will be. <laughs> <laughs> that that is very that's a very ominous answer. Hey, and I mean it's a once in a lifetime type of thing. Like I hope this event is everything I expect it to be, and I will carry that memory for the rest of my life. Well, so. well, Mike, I mean, I went to the Derby 22 years ago, and I thought that was going to be my last Derby, and I did not expect the All Star Game to come back this soon, but. Here we are. I mean, 20 years, you never know. It might be back again. Hey, I won't discount it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Mike, uh, what's it like sitting next to me and my cousin? Hey, <laughs> you guys are great. The more people we have in our seats, the less the kids are running in front of us. Yes. And uh, especially when um, Durst is, or sorry, especially, especially when the ninja is there he he does he does not he's a stopgap for the kids at, at a certain that's point that's right <laughs> are you for the the new rules the way it is with the uh, the shot clock basically they get the timeout 
or do you did you like the hey you get ten outs and uh that skill yeah yeah i i like the changes i think it upped a lot of the like pageantry of it uh it's it's way more exciting than it used to be just on a like a hit to hit basis but it does make it like less of a fair competition the way that like uh they don't necessarily wait for the home runs to land before they throw the next pitch and so they it's not quite you know an even playing field throughout yeah what do you think about that, Hannah? What, what do you like? No, I, I agree with them. I'm just thinking real quickly. What if they had some sort of scenario if you hit 20, fa- like, in two minutes, like, timed maybe so you didn't have to wear yourself out as much? I don't know. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. If, if that would be, like, an automatic berth so you didn't have to keep hitting and hitting and hitting, you know, until you hit 30 or whatever, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I, what you're saying there is, like, if you're in a competition and you're like, I want to conserve my energy, you feel like the the new rules maybe kind of like just force you to keep going and keep going because you don't know what the next person. Well, that was the problem for Julio last year. Exactly. Was he was the lowest seed, and so he had to he didn't know how many he had to hit. He had to just keep going, and so he wore himself out in the first round. He sure did. He sure did. I here's how I feel about it, and you guys will see. This will be your first time seeing the new rules in person. I feel like maybe as a television production, it works better than when you watch this in person. Not to be a downer about it, but like you were saying, there's a pitch going before this moonshot even is close to landing. So you don't get the whole, like, you're going to watch the this home run and really Very just true. ooh and ah about it and watch... <laughs> Watch the people fighting over the balls and and running into the and getting nailed by the line drives. You kind of you kind of lose that there as a fan. I feel like maybe on TV because they probably do the picture in picture and then they got the clocks and they're keeping the 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 momentum of the drama going on. No, I'm glad you brought up that point because yeah, they they kind of have the picture in picture. But you, you, you don't get to see the home run, where it lands, then they're flashing back to the next pitch of him swinging. And part of the allure of the home run derby is seeing where it lands, the crowd going after the ball. I mean, I'm with you, Martin. Let's just play a little hypothetical right here. Let's say Griffey's classic home run that he hits and hits the warehouse in Baltimore. What if that happens in today's? today's home run derby like like let's say we were using these rules over in baltimore is that such a big thing anymore or do we miss that uh i mean you miss it to a point but also they do get the like bonus time for getting the two home runs over a certain you know footage sure i i I, that is something that is in play there are some fun rules if i if i had a choice which i don't i I would (laughs) I would kind of do a hybrid of the two. I would start off at the beginning with, or either way, but I think I'd start off with a, let's see how many you can do. And then when it gets down to the final rounds, going, here's 10 outs. Let's see if you can just, that's the ball I'm gonna hit out and do it. That's that's what I'd like to see. I mean, it. but overall, I do feel like for the fans in general, the home run derbies become a bigger thing now with the rules the way it is. Could you guys ever see a scenario where Major League Baseball brought back maybe like a, 
I don't know, veterans home derby, home run derby, um, where like guys like that would be interested, maybe a David Ortiz would be interested, or with a shorter fence. No, with a, with like ten pitches instead of it being timed. You know, if the, if you could get three guys to be in it, newly re- retired guys, uh, I, that's something that would intrigue me. I don't know if they would be up for it. I mean, just, yeah, I mean, I, I I like what you said with like maybe like they bring in like the celebrity softball fence and maybe put it at three hundred around right. around the way. Yeah, because you have to worry about like they're all different ages of who you want to see True. and how how more recently they've played. Yeah, and listen, I can talk from experience. I just recently did the Wiffle Ball Home Run Derby Challenge. I'm, yes, and listen, I'm on the same level playing field as these major leaguers, so I can speak of this. But (laughs) it is this thing of like, what kind of shape are you in? Are Are you into feeling how I feel after doing the batting cages for a couple days over here and the Home Run Derby? Um, definitely gonna have to get this shoulder probably looked at again, but yeah, and and maybe there's players that are like, hey, I was known as this person. Do I want to be on a TikTok video, falling over from a cramp in my back on the ground and being uh, drug off the field? There is that part of it. I'm just gonna say like watching Cal Ripken do that go against David Ortiz and how far apart their careers ended. Like, they would be fun to watch, like, do the same thing, but you're not going to expect Cal Ripken to be able to do anything that David Ortiz does. Okay, let me change it up. Let's give them a metal bat. Oh, let's give them a metal bat? I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) You mean, so there's, like, a senior circuit. Yeah, like, TPX. Like, a senior circuit uh, home run derby would be great. Uh, yeah, uh, if, if you're listening to this and you're hearing the Taylor Swift, that is an ad for her down here at uh, down here at Lumen Field. Uh, make sure to stop by Tacos and Tequila. Are you an undercover Swifty? I am not. I she's I cannot. How are you? With, are you guys? Are no, you I, I plan on staying far away from Seattle when she's in town. <laughs> so you had a commute from uh, Edmonds today. You got the light rail. Mike, you're over on the east side. Uh, you had to do some of that old school traveling over here. Couldn't just jump on a light rail. Yeah, no. I So they were supposed to have the light rail ready this year in, like, June. And uh, it was part of the reasons I renewed my season tickets. It's like it would be super easy to get over to, to the stadium. Uh, but, you know, delays and, you know, government projects. So that's two years off. And so I'm taking the regular bus over which is fine and it's, it's just not nearly as convenient as it was supposed to be. Yeah, it's just not it's not as advertised, right? Not as advertised and I'm pretty upset about it. Yeah, I mean that trip should take you about 20 minutes. It probably took you what 20, 30, 40 in traffic. Uh, probably about 35 and then I have to take the bus back and I have to go way down to Pioneer Square to actually take the bus back to the east side. So the worst part is actually getting home. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's interesting uh, how everybody gets here. I it, I stay in Queen Anne, so I mean, it's a you can get on a bus when I'm in town here, or you could hop on a. It's like a nineteen dollar Uber, and you're here in six minutes. Mike, what do you? One last thing while I got you on here. A uh, little Mariners talk. Uh, what do you think is going to happen here in the second half? Do you like the way the Mariners are playing right now? Do you, what's the big moves? 
They finished the like up to the All Star break pretty strong, uh, but it hasn't been enough uh, sufficient winning for me to think that they're going to continue doing it. And I want to be hopeful, but I'm not yet. <laughs> so you do you believe we need to make an acquisition at the trade deadline? Uh, I feel like we're like right up on the line of needing that, and I probably wouldn't go all in at this point. I, I think you can almost discount the season, but like it's tough. I, I kind of I kind of agree with Mike there. You know, it's been a rough first half. Yeah, we haven't played up to our potential yet. Are we going to trade away a Logan or one of our other star pitchers, Miller or Wu, for a big time bat to push us over the, the the limit? I don't think we're there yet. Yeah, in my opinion, I think the best thing they can do is get rid of Teoscar, see what you can get for him. Uh, and try to regroup for next year. And that hurts me to say it because I, I want them to win, but. I'm with you, you're right. You're, you're thinking like a GM. You can't just get nothing for him if you're not going to re-sign him. I, I like this mic. <laughs> That's where I get all my baseball knowledge from. So thanks to this guy and I bring it here on the show. Well, thanks for uh, getting in here, Mike. And, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, you know, having a couple and then going, all right, I'll get on there. And that was Michael Smith. Again, uh, really enjoy talking baseball with him. I will always be linked to him and Marissa because we sat there through that 18-inning uh, playoff game last year. Um, again, he always can kind of ground me a little bit uh, when we have these conversations and definitely like, go, oh, yeah, let's kind of think big picture. I always get out of conversations with him about like not being so knee-jerk reaction I always said he'd be on this podcast. He was always like, I don't know. But again, I'm very happy to actually finally get him on this podcast. Hope to have him back. Got a great baseball mind. And yeah, come on, Light Rail. Get your shit together. <laughs>